coming up on Just Elders Podcast. This is the right situation to cultivate a, a, a good relationship. That's all. I ain't saying. never got married, but I believe I got one divorce under my belt. <laughs> <laughs> Women cheat out of lack of. Niggas cheat because of. <laughs> <laughs> So Troy said, this is an analogy Troy said. He said, dating, women dating right now, especially in Atlanta, is like eating shit. I always feel like women don't get caught cheating. Women plant evidence so they can leave. <laughs> this the one question. If a nigga asks you this, he about to take your girl. This sister says, why do black men not check other black men? For doing black women wrong. When this whole hot girl, city girl summer came out, it's married women encouraging that shit. Like, yeah, girl, hot girl summer. I know married women that fuck with homegirls who fuck married men. So I'm talking about that girl, she dancing on my brother. Boom, bah, boom, bah, boom, bah. I'm talking about she dancing, and she dancing all slow uh, to that Pastor Joy. Baby, so look, I'm uh, she looked at me dead in the eye. She said, Bro, all right, so all right, we'll talk about it. So, my ex just made her new announcement of her new boyfriend, and she made it on national, I guess, National Boyfriend Day. Oh, shit. here we go again. <coughs> ready, born ready. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are now tuning in to the greatest podcast to ever hit the airways. I am your host, Eldridge Washington. This is the Just Eldridge Podcast, and we are about to go in today. If you follow me on IG, you see I done upgraded. Me and my boy Keith, we is not playing. We is taking this thing to a whole other level. I decided I no longer wanted to be on earth. So I'm going up to a whole nother level. Today is gonna be the greatest episode I have ever recorded. Timestamp me. Today's date is October 6th, Sunday, 2019. The greatest episode. Why? Because this is another episode of the Why Black Man Why series. Y'all know y'all love these. Because I'll be bringing around some dope brothers. But this episode is different from any other episode because this is the Why Black Man Why series Best Friend Edition. I'm bringing on cats that I've been knowing my whole fucking life. I'm talking about half the stories you don't ever heard me tell, I did it with these brothers. Everything I know, all my wins and all my failures have been accomplished with them some point in my life. So we're going to talk about it today. Before I get started, Keith, thank you for doing your thing. Man, me and Keith be rocking, man. We got some new equipment. We done upgraded. We done upgraded. <laughs> I'm on my new shit. Yeah. Just know it's real <laughs> productions going down. <laughs> but, man, let me just get into it, because I feel like this is definitely going to go over time. This first brother coming up to the stage, man, I've been knowing this brother for a whopping... 10 plus years. Um, I met this nigga. I finessed him and his brother. <laughs> when I was working at Lippman Jewelers. So I seen this nigga walking by him and his brother. I figured out the hustle. Get hood niggas to clean their jewelry. That was the hustle. 
Little niggas always wanted to clean fake jury in a real jury <laughs> store. So that was the hustle. So when I seen David and his brother, they ain't had no jury on, but David's brother had a girl at the time. And we were giving away these little fake earrings. They weren't fake. They were real. David's where they fake. So I was like, hey, man, let me run your credit. I ran a nigga credit. I gave him the earrings. Man, David went the fuck in. You're like, nigga, you, this nigga don't got you. Man, he loud as hell in my stone now. This nigga don't got you. You can speak, nigga. You can speak. I want to let you go ahead and finish what you got to say because I'm really about to go in on you. First off, let's, <laughs> let's clarify something. You got my brother. You didn't get me. I saw that shit coming from a mile away. I was like, no, sir. But after that, man, I kept seeing this brother in um, McDonald's. The, the McDonald's on Evans yeah. Mill Road. That was my office. And he mm -hmm. lived in he lived in Lithonia at the time. Yeah. And uh, David got down with the main movement, man. We've been rocking. Ever since. Man. Ever since. Like, hands down, David is a key player in the game. So, I fuck with you, brother. How you feeling, man? I feel really good today. Uh, just blessed and highly favored. You know, that's pretty much all I can say. Also, David, also, I want to say this. His girl was on the episode, Mama Said Giving Them Yams. Yes, sir. Yeah, so that was his girl, Dr. Jackson. Yeah, this dude, I don't know what nigga want to get in a relationship with a therapist. <laughs> like, that nigga be losing all the fights. <laughs> that nigga be losing all the fights. Basically, <laughs> so, you about right. Shit, you really can't, you can't combat that. It's, you know... Let nigga be right as hell. She be like, David, but how do you feel? <laughs> so, man, David, I appreciate you being on here, man. Anything you want to tell the people before we get started? Uh, for the most part, I'm, I'm I'm happy to be here. I hope everybody enjoyed the show. And uh, that's pretty much it, man. We're going to go in. We're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about some topics that uh, you know people want to hear. And um, I'm happy to be amongst uh, a room full of kings. And we, we in this bitch. All right, cool. Going up next. This brother right here, man. Um, one thing, anybody know me, one of my favorite questions is uh, where you from? You know, I'm proud to say I'm from Monroe. I always say I'm a country boy at the city love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those are like my trademark lines I always say. So I remember being out just networking, doing my thing. And this brother, clean, clean brother, suited and booted. Uh, asked him where I'm from. I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm from Monroe, Georgia. He's like, man, I'm from Madison. And any nigga from Madison just automatically country. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, we just linked from there. We just always been linked up because we, like, brother in the city, making moves, financial planner, um, dude out here getting it. Um, so, y'all give it up, make some noise for my brother, Dominique DeJuste. Thank you, that brother, brother. And I said that nigga name. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> you know, one of the things that when I first met Elvis, he was all over the place. And one thing I can say about him, man, I'm going to use one of the words that he, he grew up on and probably all of us in his room grew up on. That man like the plug. He going to get you in wherever you want to be. So you, I, could, I, could, I think I could see his nickname being called AKA The Plug. And I want to tell you, thank you, man, for bringing me here to be able to talk about what we're going to talk about today. Because, you know, I'm looking for a little fun. You know, I wish I was like my brother to the right who got, got him a wife. But um, <laughs> please don't, please, ladies, at the end of the day, don't be pissed. What I'm gonna say tonight. <laughs> I like that sound effect right there. <laughs> All right, All right so this next brother, man, um, it's funny. Um, this dude, anybody know me, man? My 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 school, my high school career was like very scattered. I went to different schools and I was always moving. But my last year of high school. I went to this spot called Faith Academy. It was kind of like a little hood homeschool thing. 
And um, uh, you didn't have to go to school. You just had to pick your work up and turn it in. But if you weren't real smart, you stayed at the school so you could copy off of each other's papers. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was that was that was how we did it. <laughs> so, so, so we used to be at the school, man. And this one cat was just super cool. Bit boy just super cool, man. Like I, you know, I'm peeping the scene, you know. Um and this cat, I remember one day I was like, hey, bro, you wanna rock with me to the store? So wrote me to the store and we just started kicking after that. Cause I, I had a car. I had a car at the time. So everybody used to ride with me. We go different places. So me and this dude hanging every day for about five, six days straight. Every day. Every day. So then uh, my brother Nick was in Gordon College. So I used to always shoot down to Gordon, holler at my brother. You know, we used to be getting on hoes out there. So I was like, yo, bro, you wanna roll with me to Gordon? I'll be right back. So he like, yeah, I gotta call my mom. So he calls his mom up. So he like, hey mom, uh, I'm going to go down to Gordon College. And she said, with who? And she like, where? She like, Gordon. He said, with who? And I said, we've been kicking about six days. That nigga looked at me and said, hey, bro, what's your name? Like, what? You don't know his name? <laughs> so, look, after your mama got down custom out and did she let you go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, after she let him go, after he don't got the phone, I was like, hey, bro, what's your name? <laughs> so, like, hey, look, we kicking it the whole time, bro. We don't even know each other's name, dog. But I will say, man, the reason why I love this dude, I wouldn't have graduated high school if it wasn't for him. Because I just wasn't focused. I was, I was bored with school. I knew. I knew what I wanted to do already, and trigonometry had nothing to do with it. Um, like, I just was bored with school. And I cheated so much in my academic career, I ain't no shit. Like, I still don't, but that's a whole nother conversation. And Josh, I just remember one day we were sitting in the back, and me just, I'm being funny, I'm laughing, you know, with hoes and shit. So, Josh just looked at me and said, hey, bro, you need to graduate. And yeah, after that, yeah, we, we just start focusing. Yeah, we can't be 20 years old graduating high school. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, look, it was some 20 year olds in that thing, bro. When we used to talk about them Negroes, so we didn't want to be we didn't want to be like this. So me and Jack got we got focused, man. We graduated, man. And uh Josh, how you feeling, dog? Man, I'm feeling good today, man. Um, you know, I'm feeling real good. Good to, you know, to see some other men and you know, like-minded and, you know, even though we all do different things, but have the same goal in mind. That's what's up. That's what's up. Last but not least, this gentleman, I get, I speak all over the world. I can actually say that shit and that ain't a lie. I speak all over the world. You know what I'm saying? Internationally, nationally, different schools, churches. And I got this one story I tell about how I started made. And it's centered around one character. The myth, the legend. Where my button? The champ is here. <laughs> the champ is here. Man, so quick story how we met. Eighth grade, going in the summer. Summer going to ninth grade, I get locked up for attempt to arm robber. Um, after I get home, 
all that situated. My mom, like, you're not going back to public school. That was my first time in public school. And I ended up getting locked up. So she was like, you obviously can't be around niggas. (laughs) 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 So my mom had this bright idea to put me in Athens Christian School. Um, So the first year, I'm kicking it. I'm the token. Only black boy there. Hated it. Second year, God, you know, like God does these things, he sends signs, right? So the second year, he sent me a sign that he's real. And another black boy joined the school named Rashad Tate. <laughs> Shout out to Rashad. You know Rashad be listening? That's what's up. So Rashad joins Athens Christian School. He come from Cedar Shows. Um, very popular cat. In Athens, especially on the east side, everybody fucking with Shy. And Shy come on to Athens Christian, and you know, I guess he sold the story and made that shit look good. Next thing you know, the next year, this nigga called Drico. Here's the difference me and Shy instantly clicked. We boys. Like, I met Shy. Matter of fact, I actually lived with Rashad for a little minute. Drico didn't fuck with me. The first thing the nigga said, he was like, I had walked over to me. I like, man, what's up, bro? Like, country ass nigga. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, Lee. So, uh, but I, bro, how did we get cool? What was the shift? I couldn't even tell you, man. You just was a gnat, so <laughs> you didn't go away. So I had to, you know, embrace the shit. Oh uh, man, all I know is if it wasn't for uh, Josh, I wouldn't have graduated high school. But Drico probably the reason I almost dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga was the worst influence. Like, so Drico was a real superstar. Like, I played football, but I ain't like, I was just all right. You know what I mean? In a white man world. You know what I'm saying? I'm all right. Drico Rashad, they were like real athletes. Drico above, really above average athlete. And they used to let him do anything, bro. I'm talking about you'll be in class doing your work board. You see Drico walking the hallways with our coach, helping this nigga fill up the vending machine. <laughs> like, I'm like, ain't this nigga supposed to be in class? Like, we had a class every morning. We both had Spanish. First period. What was his name? Mr. Bamford. Mr. Bamford. Yeah. <laughs> we would miss Spanish class. Drico wanted to sit in Burger King and watch ESPN. And he wouldn't leave until that shit was over. Like, we were late every day. How are we late every day? My excuses were unexcused and his was excused. <laughs> That's the type of life we were living. But, man, shit, we just kidding, man. So, uh, man, Drico definitely have been through a lot, man. We done had a lot of adventures. A lot, a lot, a lot. A lot of stories to tell, man. How you feeling, bro? I'm all right, man. Just going back to uh, what you said about how you are. Uh, I'm kind of like the, the, the focal point of your, of your stories you tell around the world. Right. You going to owe me one day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I think I need some money. Nah, so I'm definitely gonna owe you. Yeah. Like you, you never even seen me do this speech. Nah, nah, I haven't. I haven't. I heard about it. But he, he, he done heard about it. Like I'm talking, about, I don't say this speech a million. I just did it in Alabama. We just in Alabama. I was at uh, uh, Auburn University Montgomery. Yeah, Auburn University Montgomery. Uh, Four hundred students. That's all right. Tell the story, man. Now, I be adding shit in there that ain't real, but he'll never know this <laughs> it's shit. It's real, man. All this shit real. <laughs> so, uh, man, look, y'all, the reason why this is cool, because, like, 
man, this podcast be great because I be telling stories, but I, I feel like collectively, this is the most stories I ever had on one podcast, and I done did a podcast with my mama, so you know that's saying a lot. So, gentlemen, here are the rules. This is called Why Black Man Why. One day I put out a call, and I just asked sisters, what do they want to ask black men? And they sent me in over 150 questions. And uh, we have been attempt. We did it one episode. We- this is just going to be a one-episode thing. And um, we just realized it's going to take more than one episode to get it done. So today, we're going to attempt to answer some of these questions. There are no wrong answers. They're just your answers and because you are a black man. And for the people out there listening, we understand that we do not represent all black men. We just represent ourselves and our experience. Um, but y'all ready? Let's do it. Good disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah we, don't, we don't represent all black men. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But most of them niggas. Yes. <laughs> Man, they got a lot of chicken script. <laughs> we represent the real, the, the you know, the, the honest, the, the real niggas, you know. That's what we represent. All right, so everybody out here, uh, first question. Because everybody here in the room, single-ish, except David. <laughs> well, David, you technically single. If you ain't married. <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't married, you single. You know uh, what I'm saying? I, I got a girl, and I'm going I'm to go ahead and put the stamp on that right now. Shit. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Drico, you got a girl? I got a girl. Drico got a girl. All right. Well, with, again, my mama taught me. If you ain't married, you're single. <laughs> Alright. So we're gonna just talk about it. This one sister wants to know why do black men wanna stay single and why is it so hard for them to get married? Who you asking? Popcorn. I'll I'll start. That's really not a not a hard question to to answer, to be honest with you. Man, and I'm enough. You trying to kiss up to your girl, nigga? <laughs> I'm blow that shit all the way. All right, so, <laughs> so be real. Ask the question one more time. I said, she said, why why do black men want to be single, and why is it so hard for them to get married? And I don't even think this is necessarily true. Me but we're gonna answer it. Okay, so. There are some black men who do want to get married because they feel like it's, the, you know, that specific time in their life where they need to be, you know, married or whatnot. The reason why it's so hard to be uh, in a relationship or even, you know, get married per se is because the the options have changed. You have so many different options of so many different kinds of women. And it's just uh, a lot of different factors that go along with it. You have social media. You have, uh, again, so many different kinds of women. Who you have? So we uh, got options. You got, you got a lot of options out here. You know, it's it's. I do say that. Know. I do. I do, especially in Atlanta. Like, cause I remember this one girl. This one girl told me she like me and I forgot that we the prize. Me and think they the prize. I'm like, well, I don't know. Hey, look, okay, cause I don't, I don't care. What, man, I'm 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 heterosexual. Um, hardworking. I'm a family man. I ain't got no kids. I don't do drugs. Bro, I'm a prize. Facts. I'm a, a prize. Facts. At, at the end of the day, because I, I know what's out there. I see these cats that's out here that shout us be having to take home. So I do agree. There are there are there are 
a lot of options for me, especially in a city like Atlanta. Now, here's the thing. I think we like 31 to 1. Yep. And our difference in Atlanta. Like, it's 31 women to 1. Now, That's the ratio? Yeah. That's and, crazy. Now, here's the thing, though. That goes up even higher when you start talking about it's 31 to 1, but they're not counting homosexual versus heterosexual. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. when you take that, you take that even more, it goes up. But you got to count the women, too. Well, he... <laughs> the studs. <Yeah. laughs> I don't get into in those numbers, man. Look, I'm just <laughs> that's not a factor. <laughs> nah, look, nah. I'm just talking about as far as men, available men out here. Now, I ain't even saying no 31, 41, or whatever the number one. I ain't even saying it's quality. Because we got to talk about that too. It ain't, it ain't a lot of like. So a lot of these women be gassing themselves up to be like these. I'm one in a million type of people, but the reality is, is that it's not a lot of like quality women out here. And when you do find you somebody who you know has a certain level of quality, you need to hold on to it because in Atlanta specifically, a lot of these sisters they put on like they just, oh, I got it. No, baby, you, you really you you cool, but you got you got to work. You got to you got a lot of stuff you need to work on for yourself in order to find you a really good man because ultimately you are a reflection of who you end up with. You know, at the end of the day, I heard so. I heard some couple months ago, man. I I drive trucks, so I'm listening to the radio, and they talking about uh, it was something on the radio, some couple in the relationship, somebody fucking this and that and whatever. And the girl said some shit like, "I sleep with who I want to sleep with." You get what I'm saying? Right. Like shit, I got choices who I sleep with. <laughs> and the truth is, a man get married to who he want to get married to. You feel me? This is true. I, I mean, that's the you feel. I'm a marry who I want to marry. You know. That's so, that, that the way I feel. You gonna marry your girl? Oh, uh, I hope so. Honestly. What's the hold up? What's the hold up? Yeah. Like, are you grown? You working? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, you know, I think everything need to be perfect. You know what I mean? Before I get married, everything need to be perfect. I need to have my ducks in a row. She got stuff she want to do. You know what I mean? And when we bring it to the table, you know, it'll, it'll all be said and done. We'll make it happen from there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I got, I got a kid. Without her, you know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of stuff, man. It's a lot of variable that just need to just come together in order for it to work out. David trying to get married. Congratulations. Most definitely, most definitely. Yeah, I'm clap for that. David don't need to get married. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for me, uh, I don't think nothing is ever going to be perfect. But for me, I feel like... Uh, so when you marrying your girl, nigga? Since, since uh, it don't have to be perfect. You going to give away the damn engagement? Shit, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got a real answer anyway. No, no, it, it nothing has to be perfect. It has to be right. That's all it is. Um, yeah, I have to make sure that I, you know, I put my best foot forward, and you know, when the time is right, it's gonna be right. If it's not right, see, when y'all get married, is she gonna do y'all marriage counseling herself? Nah. <laughs> so, so, so here's, here's, so here's my thing, right? Getting married is just. Is it's not the thing that people need to be striving for because I don't care. I don't care about getting married. A lot of women right. be like, "Yeah, we're gonna." Get, I'm not sitting. I'm not sitting up here like focusing my energy on getting married to you. I don't care. Like it ain't about getting married. It's about the longevity. Can I can I stand being around you for this amount of time? Can that's the that's the point I'm trying to make. So it's not like it's not a, a decision. I just want to just jump into. Like yeah, I'm just gonna just throw a ring on you. You know, if you look at the numbers, we talking about numbers uh, as far as. Uh, uh, men and women ratio in Atlanta. You look at the numbers. I mean, a lot of people get divorced. So, do I really? The question is, do I want to get divorced? No, I don't. So, I want to make sure that 
this is the right situation to cultivate a, a, a good relationship. That's all. I ain't saying. never got married, but I believe I got one divorce under my belt. I'm gonna just be real. I believe I believe that first when I'm a fuck up. I ain't gonna lie to you. I just had that like that's like a deep fear under me. I don't know how long it's gonna take, but I just feel like a D on the boy. Josh, you quiet down there because I remember your last serious ass relationship. Nah, man, we nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't talk back over. Nah, um, me personally, I think as a man, you know, when it comes to marriage, you know, m- listen to my words now. A man, not a boy, not a not a, a man. Oh shit! Because a man, you know, he wants to be at a certain place in life to where you know he's the foundation, right? And that's take and and, and and for him to be to be at a certain foundation far as for himself, you know, he has to learn things, he has to build things. And, you know, as a man, you know, when it comes to marriage, because a man gonna know who he's gonna marry right off the top. I don't believe that. You don't believe <laughs> it? I don't believe it. Nah, he right, he right. I don't felt like I can marry every girl I don't Hey, look, when they got them pussy hitting, boy, and, I'm about, and, okay. she, and she doing right, so let, let bro, I don't know, I'm going to feel like I can marry, I don't know how many motherfuckers, yeah. I don't believe that yeah. shit. So, three so, seconds. So, right? <laughs> do you believe that a woman knows who she going to fuck instantly? Yo. Yeah. Okay, I, so I, you I don't think a man can know that's who that's why I be getting mad, instantly? because don't eat my food if you ain't going to give up them yams. <laughs> 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 like, you know when I picked you up, whether you were going to let me smash tonight. I like... It's, I hate, I hate, I hate, bro. All right, well, I ain't even gonna get in that story. Josh, keep finish. <laughs> well, finish. yeah, um, I think marriage is, is is a foundation. You know, that's something that you grow on. That's something that you learn on. And um, you know, cause me personally, you know, my parents been together for married together thirty years. That's all my life. Rest so, peace, so, so, so I, I witnessed that. And I think it's the time and era that we live in today, you know, more so, you know, my generation, you know, our generation versus my parents' generation. Because I think back then, you know, back then love came first and then money, house, cars, and clothes. I think today's, the, the way we live in today, the world we live in today, you know, it's, it's et cetera, or whatever come first and then love. But I think if we all get back um, we all get back together on, you know, love first. Let that be the foundation, and then money, you know, whatever career, you know, come after that. I think that would be more of a successful rate, which is before women and for women and men. Do you think? I'm not convinced. Can't talk about y'all's. I'm not convinced my grandmas really was just in love. Like, if my grandmas had the degrees and the money, would they be with my granddad? Probably not. I'm not convinced. Probably not. So, Probably is it necessarily love or necessity? That's almost why we like damsels in distress. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think men want to be needed. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. Right I think because naturally we are providers. Naturally, yeah. we want to provide. Like I think that's, and again, going making that... Uh, uh, stress like Josh said, for a man, you naturally want to provide. That So I feel you on having your ducks in a row and wanting to be. Honestly, I think I would be married right now 
if I was where I wanted to be financially. Right, right. Like, right. because financially for myself, elder as a single man, I'm straight. Exactly. Like, exactly. I'm, I can live a life I want to live. I ain't, I don't need all, I don't care that I don't drive a Bentley. Like, but as far as the, the amount of traveling I do, the amount, like, I eat good. Like, I mean, I'm straight single man. But not to, not to cut you off, though, but, you know, I know you as a man, sometimes do you get that pressure from a woman. That's why you you, you back up a little. Oh, no. If, I if, if, if you didn't get that pressure as a woman as far as marriage, you know, I, I think you'll be married right now. Nah, let me tell you what. Oh, shit. Nah, let me tell you. I don't got, I don't got that pressure. It's just... I'm getting that pressure from you, and then you got behavior. You did things that showed me if I locked in with you, this ain't gonna be good. In the sense of like, like the reason I don't, and I don't have no one. I don't have no problem with a woman being the breadwinner. Like I don't have no problem with a woman paying. I don't got none of that. The only issue I have problem with that is typically when you mess up and you do wrong, that is through in your face. Like if you not the breadwinner. But you not the one that's really providing. Like you instantly become the broke ass. Exactly. Man, you ain't gotta raise your All hand, right, nigga. So the same what, and that's, I, I what, that's, and that's what I, wanna, I mean by the pressure. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know, yeah. So that's why I want to cut you off. But one of the things is, like you said, I think a lot of things will happen is on why guys hold back because most women don't. Put it in your face. Most women don't see it as being a we more than an I. Because like he said before that, because I was in the same predicament about a couple of times myself. Well, I think I had to provide and do everything. And one day I had this one uncle who don't say shit. This nigga just listen. And that one day I told him, he said, he said, he said son, when you going to get some kids? I looked at him and said, shit, I got to get my finance together. You know what I mean? Shit, I'm going to be ready then. He said, nigga, why you got to do it by yourself? And when he said it to me, man, my mouth dropped. I couldn't say nothing. I couldn't say nothing to him at all. So I just sat down. And it didn't change my whole perspective of the whole situation then. So one of the things I think we got to do as brothers is like we got to find the right one that we vibing with. And I can see two guys at the um, at the table right now. I already found that Elgin and me. What's your name again, bro? Josh. Josh. We probably haven't found that currently right now. And what we vibing with, but you know, we found somebody we you know we can kick it with. Kicking and vibing are two different things. Kicking it, you know what it is. <laughs> and all the women like no we don't <laughs> explain what it is no, so so what kicking mean so when i talk to you and you just want to go out and kick and have a good when a girl start off with a fella i just don't have a good time in the back of his mind because we have a one-track mind and we're just gonna get drinks and we're thinking about going back to the crib but when a woman say hey I, you know i can see a future I'm a, i can see something with you it changed the whole vibe. The way you start, the way because I believe the way you started off is typically the way the man gonna go. If you start off with a man telling the man you just gonna be a kick it, we just gonna kick it and hang out. He's not looking for nothing serious. Exactly. But if you tell him from the beginning that you're looking for something serious, he gonna run or he gonna stay and find out. Well, I and well, I'm trying to see. How I want to say this because sisters do that. Like you got that sister. I think it's all on the delivery too. Mm-hmm. I think you should up front. This is what you want. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? This is what you want. But do you come into the shit like, do a woman come in or a man come in like, hey, how you doing? What's your name? I want to get married. Well, this is the thing. I think we can accept that from women. Women can't accept our real. Yes. Women can't accept our real. That's the, like, if a woman come up to me and say, look, I don't see anyone be like, look, I'm going to be real with you. I'm trying to do this for real. I ain't got time to play no more. I don't want... 
My homegirl, T. Marie, she got a book called No More Boyfriends. And she you like, got to accept that shit. And you, like... If you stay, you got to. Men, we are we are accustomed to hearing women put up front what they want. When men do that stuff, bruh, it is a problem. Yes. Everybody say they want the real, bruh, until yeah. they taste it. Because I'm going to be real with you. A woman, like, bruh, we ain't slip, bruh. Women, women fine. I'm talking about women, they, they can get away with stuff that we never got away with. We probably all gonna got cheated on, didn't even know it. And we never will know it. It just, because they better than us. They better than us. So I always feel like women don't get caught cheating. Women plant evidence so they can leave. <laughs> <laughs> Break that down. Please. Look, say that again. You don't catch no one, bro. You don't catch no woman cheating, bro. Like when she's ready to go, she would start planting evidence so she can leave. And what happens is the evidence does one or two things. You either get right and start giving her what she needs, because women cheat out of the lack of. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not talking to your woman enough, she's going to get a nigga to talk to her. Exactly. If you ain't fucking your woman enough, she's going to get a nigga to fuck her. Women cheat out of lack of. Niggas cheat. Because of <laughs> <laughs> no rhyme, no reason. <laughs> like, and, it, and look, it our cheating. The reason why I think our cheating is better because it ain't personal, no attachment. Like it ain't, it really ain't, bro. Like I'm a, like, we gonna go out and we gonna go out, kick with this shot, come home. I promise you, like I never have to see her again, bro. Yeah. Like, cause I was talking this one. Um, I was dating this one chick, and we were just talking about why. Like, I'm in a point now where I, in my career, even if I could be in a full-blown relationship right now, and nobody going to know it. Because that's just got how I got to move. Because everything for me is branding, perception, imagery. It got to be right. So, when I honestly, I don't want to announce another girlfriend. When I come out, I'm announcing a fiancé. You know what I'm saying? I'm announcing I'm married. I don't did the girl. Y'all, y'all seen my girlfriends. Yes. <laughs> like I don't. Like if you haven't, go to my Facebook. I leave the pictures up. I got a fucking resume. Brave <laughs> so, man. <laughs> so, um, so what I'm saying is, I'm at the point now where, like, if we gonna be together, like you gotta accept what I'm offering. You gotta accept what I'm offering, and it ain't. I don't, I don't have to uh, upfront. Like, I don't want no petty dating arguments. Like, nigga, we, let's set our intentions clear. This is what I want to do. This is what you want to do. Let's set that plan and let's be together. Like, I might pull a goddamn, uh, what's her name? Fantasia, what her and her husband did. Mm. She said she'll date her husband like three weeks and they went and just got married. Like, you know, on the real, when I when I first made it to the city, I met this lady when I was working with, and she said um she was married, met this guy, her, her high school sweetheart, married for two years, hated the motherfucker. She said, shit, I went on a goddamn mission trip out of the country. Within four months, I came back married to another guy. We've been married for 30 years. So it can be done in a short period of time. It just means, you know, the right person you're vibing with. And I think, like you said, what he said earlier is that, they started off with love rather than all the other extra BS because they was on a mission trip in the middle of nowhere. You, uh, you know, you had no other choice but to get to know each other. And I think I, I, I hold on to my betrayals a lot. Not not necessarily that I'm holding them against you, but I'm actually paying attention to behavior. Like, exactly. 
every woman that I don't been with had I've been betrayed with in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, starting with high school with Imani. Just seen that, like I mean, it just like I don't. It it's been some level, and we can talk about it. Like, bro, you remember Imani, bro? Yes, yes. Bro, I treated Imani good, real good, real good. (laughs) So I'm gonna let you because if I tell the story, they used to be telling the story. Like, like like, okay, like um, yeah, we yeah we met her, and this my senior year of high school. Yeah, we met her in a group setting. You know, very, she was one of the slow kids that were cheating. <laughs> very, very nice. Very, very like she was Indian. Like she had like an Indian look to her. <laughs> Real pretty. You know, like a Pocahontas type. You know, and um, you know, her, her man was kicking it. Her man was kicking it. You know, then make a long story short, after a while, you know, she started, you know, dealing with the dealing with uh, uh, another dude at school that didn't like Emmanuel. Just for the simple fact that she knew that they didn't like each other. It was it was one dude at the school that I'm cool with everybody at school. It was just one dude that just didn't fuck with me at all. Like, once we broke up, this the first nigga she started talking to. And I, to the day, I still think he got her pregnant on purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they got pregnant in high school. So, like, I mean, and that, that sounds simple, but I can go down the list of there's always been some level of like, like damn, like, like niggas don't bounce back from uh, betrayal like women know. do. We ain't built like that. You know what I mean? You know, when I look at it, a lot of them have character flaws. Me and my homeboy were talking about that the other day. And uh, I don't think they don't even see their flaws. One of the things is that we as men, when we see our flaws, we admit to it. First thing we say, girl, tell us, say, you like to cheat? Of course. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's your money. You got to be kidding me. Damn. <laughs> that's yeah, but a, twice. That's a money. <laughs> that's a money. The only other time I ever got betrayed but more than that is when I was dating this girl named Naomi. And Drico stole her from me. <laughs> so look, look, so hey, I got y- y'all remember how it was when we were goddamn young. Half the game was wet. Caking. That was half the story. You get on the phone. You cake with shop. That's just what we did. Cause we ain't had no cars. You remember Lloyd and put it, it probably when me and man got real cool right here. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, because this was our thing. In school, in high school, Drico was an amazing athlete. Like, like he was just every sport, this dude was the man. But I was always that smooth cat that wasn't scared to talk to the girls. So we be at the trap meet. I, you know, I talk to the ladies. I'm pulling. I go to the party pool. You know what I'm saying? I, this is back when I used to dance, dance. <laughs> like, I used to always be dancing and shit. Oh, uh, oh, uh, you got served ass nigga, bro. Like, <laughs> like, like I was a real dancer bro, back in the day. <laughs> so I remember I was talking to uh, Naomi girl. Man, shout out to bad, too. And I had just started talking to her. And you know how you sitting around the phone with your homeboy your homeboy get on the phone. And then I, you like, nigga, I take, I'm like, nigga, you can't take my girl. But man, <laughs> Drico's on the phone, man. You know, I'm like, man, this ugly ass nigga. But I forgot, this nigga don't sound ugly. Bro, this nigga literally took my girl, bro. Like, for real. Like, took took her. You and, gave it to me. Unwillingly, like, <laughs> like it, it, it he was. Heard about it. No. Like, look, look, because I was, like, you know how we is when we young. Like, if you ask one question, 
to get a nigga. This the one question. If a nigga asks you this, he about to take your girl. You love her? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you put you on the spot. And look, and look trying to be hard, you, you always say, nah, 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 nigga, I don't love her. Oh, that bitch. I don't love her. And guess what? That nigga took my girl, bro. And uh, so, I ain't gonna lie, I have had a series of, I've had a series of uh, things that happened with me and sisters that I've dated, and it made me just like, I'm 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 hesitant and I just want to see if you're gonna really if you're gonna do what you say. And that's what I that's all I be listening for. You're gonna do what you say. Are we gonna be like, if I say I'm gonna do this, and I ain't talking about cheating. Cheating is not end all be all for me. But I'm just talking about real live betrayal. Like I got you, I'm gonna support you, I'm gonna rock with you, because I'm a giver. That's what I do. So we start talking about love languages. My love languages are words of affirmation and acts of services. Free. So like if so one thing about your love language is if somebody does not do it, it hurts even more. So if your love language is words affirmation, a woman can say something and it can cut the fuck out you. And that's how I am. But I don't learn it's like when you get tickled when you was a kid back in the day. Like if you get tickled and you start laughing and tickling, guess what they do? Tickle Keep tickling your ass. That shit, same thing when motherfuckers hurt your feelings. They say something. They know if you say if they say something and you show that shit, they know, oh, okay, I found a button. I found a button and they're gonna keep pushing that motherfucker. So I just learned how to conceal that button and don't say it. But um one sister who name would not who name would go on uh said it was one of those sisters. Like that motherfucker just knew what to say. Like, y'all know how much I don't support it and looked out for her. She just knew what to say to me to fuck me up. You know what I'm saying? Like, in a sense, but I could never show that to her because if I showed it to her, she just gonna keep doing it. So for me, that's why, that's why it's hard for me to get married because if I'm, a, if you my girlfriend, it's easy to get out of a relationship with girlfriend. Like, nigga, I want to break up. That shit over. Like, you cry, I cry, we get mad. We both get mad, we argue, but fuck it, it's done. Like, I ain't, we ain't fucking with each other no more. But married, my nigga, you locked in. You locked in after that, and I ain't trying to do that shit. I mean, you supposed to be locked in as far as being married, because a lot of times people don't take, people don't look at marriage as far as like a, a it's really like a, a contract. It's it's business. It's really like, of course, love comes along with it, but you're going to be with somebody for a long extended period of time for the rest of your life or whatever like that. This is really business at the end of the day. You got to be not financially on point. It's a lot of things that come along with being married if you want to do it the right way. You know, and that's one one of the reasons why so many businesses go on is because that they, they come at the situation the wrong way. So if you're going to really like get married to somebody and put some energy and some time and invest some energy and some time to a person, make sure you know what the fuck you're getting yourself into. You know, that's all it is. So that's why... Some men just don't jump into getting married because you look at the statistics, you look at the, the numbers, it ain't, it ain't, it's not good for men just to get married. A lot of times, our, uh, if, if you are financially stable, if you got a lot of money, if you, you know, if you very, you know, successful, you can get, have your money taken, uh, you get your house. It's a lot of stuff that we lose, lose out on if we get married. That's why it's, like I said, again, it's very important that you, you did do that with the right woman. But overall, with that question that um, from the beginning, I think the young lady basically was asking something personal. And what she was asking herself was, um, why this guy ain't made a move? If he ain't made a move, you got to move to the next one. All right. And I like it. I, I, I got a good, this is a good question. I'm going to put this one out. 
This sister says, why do black men not check other black men for doing black women wrong? I think, me personally, I think they scared too. You know what I mean? Like, it's an accountability thing, man. And I got like, anybody around me, they gonna hold me accountable for what I do. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just who you surround yourself with. Like, if I'm surrounded by you, like I know some guys don't take care of their kid. I don't deal with them at all. You feel me? Bruh, I'm so you... glad you fucking said that shit. Like, because that's what I was about to say. Yeah. Like, yeah. niggas don't fuck with, like, I don't know no nigga that don't take care of their kids, bruh. I don't want to know you. Like, you don't take care of your kid, man. Like You can't fuck with me. How you fuck with me? Like, you don't fuck with yourself. You don't fuck with your kid. You can't fuck with me. You can't love me for Like, real. men don't do that shit, bro. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know no niggas. I don't know no deadbeat dads, bro. Like, mm-hmm. like now, I know I might know of a deadbeat dad, but as far as in my circle, in my network, I don't know none, dog. And I think that's the difference between men and women. I think men do a really good job at putting themselves around like-minded, like, like women are just in one pot to me. Like I feel like men are in different silos. And let me let me explain what I mean by that. So I right, for instance, we just said, can we all agree? Do y'all fuck with niggas that don't fuck with their kids? Nope, no. Yeah. Make me think about it. I ain't got nobody on my team. Right Birds of a feather flock together. We like, don't fuck with them. But this the thing. This the thing. Here's the thing though. Women will like all women flock together in the sense of like when this whole hot girl, city girl summer came out, it's married women encouraging that shit. Like, yeah, girl, hot girl summer. I know married women that fuck with homegirls who fuck married men. Right. Facts. And Y'all, I know I know women, I know women who will go fuck with a nigga who got four kids and don't take care of one of them. And she'll go have a baby with him. And then yeah. she'll turn around and ask that question like, I don't know why he ain't paying child support. Just a sec. I'm talking about. I'm, I'm serious. I'm dead ass serious, man. I know. I know women right now who got kids with a guy who don't take care of their kid. Like I'm talking about personally. You know what I mean? When they had a kid and the nigga still having kids and not taking care of them. See. So when she said this question, why do men check other black men? One, well, there's a couple of reasons. Cause check about what? One, we gotta understand what she's talking about. What are you checking about? Because if you're talking about domestic the violence, that's one thing you can check me in about. Uh, one, I think everybody has been in a situation where you try to, I know I have, even in my own family, where a dude is hitting on my family and you go to say something and they end up fighting you for saying something. So, mm. so that's on one ear. A lot of times with domestic, or a lot of times with cats don't get involved with domestic violence, because a woman don't really want you to get involved with that. Like, so what happens if I go check this man? I'm about to go beat him up. Then you pulling him off you. And she like, stop hitting him. Like. I don't think that's what she asking. So what she's asking, like. I I think think her question is more about why I'm not checking the next man for not properly treating her. You know what I mean? Like, she want to know why why she Because I'm going to give you on on that one. You get what I'm saying? But we got choices. She, like, one of the things is, because we all. We all don't date enough people when you get at least to the age of 30 to understand what, you, what the current situation you in. I ain't there yet. We ain't quite there, but when you make it to 25, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> but, more, but mostly, I'm an old cat in the room. <laughs> but more, most of the things is you, you shouldn't know what you're getting yourself into. We all got choices. 
And you, if you want to choose to be in a regular ass relationship, you keep going. Right. You know, at the end of the day, after after three to six months, you know this nigga ain't going nowhere fast. I think they know them niggas ain't shit when they meet them though. Exactly. That, that's a, that's a, that's that's I my issue. 100%. That's my issue. I think I hate when motherfuckers be like, "Oh my god!" Like, bitch, you knew <laughs> like, you cheated on me. Like you knew. Like I think it's hard for cat like cats like me disguise it really well. Mm-hmm. Like and and Troy, my cousin Troy, get on me about that all the time. Because Troy said the reason why I would never forget, I was dating a girl, and she told me that her ex, she used to tell me how he used to beat on her, how he used to do all this stuff to her. And then I remember when we broke up, she had her ex come get her stuff from my house. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> she had that same ex come get her stuff from my house. And then she looked me in the eye and said, You the worst boyfriend I ever had. <laughs> Bro, like, you know what I'm talking about, David. You kissed her. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> so, so, but look, but here's here's the thing. Like, like this is why, this is why that Troy gave me a perfect. And because I ain't gonna lie, that shit fucked me up when she said that. Because I'm like, damn, bro. Like, she literally told me stories how this nigga had her in a fetal. Like, how am I the worst boyfriend you ever had? So Troy said, this is an analogy Troy said. He said, dating, women dating right now, especially in Atlanta, is like eating shit. All right? Eating shit. Eating shit. Like women are literally eating shit. You know it's shit. So you expect it to stink. You expect it to taste bad. But if that shit got a little bit of sugar on it, you be like, oh, this is some sweet shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is dating most men. <laughs> so check this out. That's how it is dating most men. So you just walk around, this nigga ain't shit, this nigga ain't shit, but I'm, you know, this all it's only shit out here, so I gotta eat shit, because I gotta eat. You know what I'm saying? So then they come across a cat like me, and he said, You don't look like shit, you look like cake. So they excited about the cake. They pick the cake up. They take the cake home. They get a glass of milk. They eat the cake and they bite into it. And they're like, shit. fuck, it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't look like shit. That's why it's so disappointing. At least if I bit in the shit, I know it's shit. You look like some goddamn cake. So, and, 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 and let me say it. Like, so... I'm not perfect. I'm far from perfect, but I do bring an element that most cats don't bring. Like women, you hear a lot of people complaining about dates and stuff. I actually like the date. When I got the time and the energy and the money, like I enjoy that shit. I think all one thing about everybody in this room has seen how extra I get when it comes to like dating. Yes. Yeah, and one yes, thing about yes. it, let me ask you this, man. Cause I'm I've been seeing this shit a lot like the last two, three years or so. In, like, I'm, I'm realizing, no, no, no. I'm realizing that it's a difference. In the word dating, you know what I mean? From what I understand dating to be and from what dating actually is, like it's a difference, you know what I mean? So what is dating to you? And what is what do you think it is? When I say like I'm dating my the girl I'm with right now, you feel me? Right. We dating. You know what I'm saying? But you got some people who you dating that like, I can date you, I can date you, I can date that's you. That's <laughs> that's dating, you're yeah. right. So so, you, nah, so I think I think what you talking about that's dating. is course, so, yeah. Well, not even court. He only going like you to steady. the court level. Like he, going steady is a different. So you can date as many people as you want to date. Now going see, steady. David going means, steady over there. Going, like, going, going steady, girl. Going steady. 
Look, so basically, you can date as many people as you want. Again, you you brought up the point that if you're not married, you can pretty much, you know, talk to whoever you want to talk to. I mean, because it's not like written, binding in a contract. But if you go on steady, that means that this is the person I'm courting. This is the person who I'm actively going to meet their parents. This is the person I'm actively going to make sure that I spend the right time with them, get to know them as a person so we can cultivate that relationship to take it to the next level. Now, if I'm dating you, Bitch, I don't give a flight. Like, I can talk to this next woman over here, and, and it, it, what the fuck can you say to me? Well, like, see, I got in know? trouble about that because I'm dating multiple women, right? And that's cool. You know what I'm saying? And and, and it's not even like a lot. It ain't even like oh, I'm 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 in your house tonight. This not no. Nah, it's like you cool. I'm gonna talk to you. But here's the reason why I'm dating right now. Right now, I'm dating because once I go, in your words, go steady. steady. Like, there's a level of obligation that I can't give to anybody right now. Like, think about this. And I had to break it down to a girl like this. I was like, look, I love my mama more than I will ever love you. Just straight up. I don't talk to my mama every day. I could go three days without talking to my mama. When I call her on that third day, we're going to pick out where we left off. She ain't going to ask me what's wrong. She ain't going to be mad at me. And she's going to still love me. And we're going to kick it. We can go out to eat hang out. And that's my mama who I love. So you mean to tell me when we going steady, you ain't got my last name. We ain't married. I got to call you every fucking day. And if I don't, something wrong and it's about to be an argument, get the fuck out of here. Like, I ain't got time for that shit. Like, so right now, for me, you got to set me how it is. And guess what? If you are peaceful, like if you are a peace of mind to me, I really enjoy you. I will cause I will allow you to consume all the time I have. Hell, you can mm. come over my house. I'll come over your house. I stay. I almost <clears throat> move in that motherfucker. But it has to be a peace of mind because right now, everything I'm doing, I know the type of father I want to be, and I ain't got an, I ain't got that that nigga money. I know the type of husband I want to be. I ain't got that dude money. Like my dad was in my life my whole entire life. I didn't meet my daddy till I was 18 because my daddy was the definition of a workaholic. He worked every day. He provided for us. My mama had, like, we don't have highs and lows, but for the most part, we had a nice-ass house. He drove a nice car. Like, but my daddy worked every day. That motherfucker was gone. It's like an inside joke. Now, we be around the kitchen table laughing, and my daddy be like, damn, I don't remember that. We're like, nigga, you was at work. <laughs> like, like, so I don't want to be that. Like, I want to be in my dad, like in my son's, and like, cause I can't have daughters, but in my son's life. Like, I just want to like see. Hold I want to see him. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't. You say you don't want daughters. No, I can't. I can't have daughters. Yeah, yeah. Like my uh, <clears throat> like. <laughs> For real, like the doctor. Nah, nah, the do- I went to the doctor, man. Like, you know, you man, know how they. Get the fuck out of <laughs> I got a special type of sperm count. <laughs> no, I got a special type. Like, for real, I went to the doctor, and they were like, based off the sperm count that I got, you can't. Like, I won't. Scientifically, mathematically, a daughter won't come out of me. It'll only be me. But look, do what I do what I want to say. This nigga, that shit was so goddamn. All right, come, come, come. <laughs> look, man, do what I want to say, man. I ain't gonna as far as all these questions go, like I need women to understand that men ain't really that complex. You know what I'm saying? Like we not like so. And I got a daughter and I got a sister. You feel me? And I gotta tell them like, look, this is this. You feel me? One plus one still make two. It ain't nowhere around it, man. If this nigga doing this, this what going on. You feel me? And if it ain't, just come and holler at me, you feel me? But I'm almost 100% sure this is what's going on, you feel me? So, like, if this is what he giving you, 
But women want to make the shit so much more complex than it is, man. Stop doing that shit. It ain't that hard. It so, ain't that hard. So, uh, except you. Except you. I'll give you that. You might be a little bit more complex than me, that little shit you just said. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> most men ain't that complex. You threw me off then. <laughs> Look, all, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, like in this in this whole dating situation, like for the mo- like, and again, it's from me. Most of the guys around me actually want to be married. Like they ultimately, I don't I don't know too many guys that be walking around like now it's the guys that's in my life that don't want to be married. They already been married, and they out of that marriage they did. Uh, uh, my boy, I can say that he he proud about it. Parham, Parham was married for five years, got kids out of it. He just he did he did it. He don't want to do it. Like I want to experience it. I just think it's just that part to get in there is just the hard part. Cause you be like, man, I just feel like you lying, man. You gonna switch this shit up on me? I know you saying like, I know you saying you gonna always love me, you gonna always support me, but I feel like you lying, man. As soon as I say I do, like you gonna become somebody new. <laughs> and I, like that, what that what scared me, dog. That's so that's why I be waiting to see if your ass gonna switch it up. Like, like what, like especially like, have you you and your girl like you don't seen your girl like angry, angry. Mm, uh, not I haven't. I've I've seen her upset, but not like like angry, angry, angry. No. No, I yeah. haven't got. We haven't got to that point. No. See stuff like I be wanting to see that. I want to see like what do you look like when you angry? You know what I'm saying? Who like what is your like what did your mama put you on? What game does your mama put you on? Like like how do you? I be wanting to see all of that stuff, and it's hard to assimilate that stuff in dating without time. And I think we be wanting to rest this shit because I'm an older woman. Um, she a Caribbean woman that I go to the cleaner. She told me she said you want to see your woman pissed. Cause they they gonna dictate when you get when something goes wrong in the house, you don't know how she gonna react. You don't want to wait till you get married. I think I think well, just to even even with that, you ain't gonna put your hand. I think me and her, when you don't, when a woman know you don't hit her, I think she try you more. Exactly. Mm, I, I told my good look. Nah, I, I ain't gonna lie nah. because I, like because they so, got something to lose. Because I know a part. I got a partner, and we ain't even partners no more. But back in the day. This partner used to be real. Go back to why you don't check, why brothers don't check brothers. I don't check the homeboy before. You know what I'm saying? We riding. And he going in on his girl. And it, I feel like <laughs> that nigga whooping his daughter, right? He about to give his daughter a whooping. And I'm like, bro, like, dog, you ain't got to. I'm like, bro, you ain't got to do that, bro. Like, chill out, dog. Cause, and I'm telling him on some, don't go to jail, nigga. Like, you acting stupid. I know you mad, but like, yes. bro, don't go to jail. And one, don't do this in front of me. So, long story short, he went up going to jail <laughs> later on that night, fucking with him. But I know for sure I've dated girls where they knew I wasn't going to hit them. So, like, it's just different. A, a girl know if she would have Ray Rice or not. And I think she know, like, I don't got tried because I'm not a Ray Rice. Because it just ain't even hit. No. I be trying to act mad. I remember one time I was trying to act mad, like, I just a goofy ass nigga. I be smiling and shit. <laughs> like I remember, I, I was trying to hit my door and shit. Man, I ended up hurting my hand. <laughs> like, like I, I just feel like you had a disadvantage when you do that shit. It has to be a balance. So you gotta let her know that. Like, listen, I'm not gonna put my hands on you as a, as a man. I'm not gonna do that. But at the same time, I'm not gonna deal with disrespect. So I will if if, if I got to, if I got to beat you or put my hands on you, I will leave you. 
I will get the fuck on. I'm not gonna deal with that That's shit. Where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? On top of that, everything else, I'm not. I'm not. I try to be as sensible as I can as a, as a man, as a person. You know, if, if whatever the situation calls for to, to handle, I, I do go from there. But I'm not about to sit up here and go to jail and get locked up and do. I ain't going through all of these extra. Sh- I'm not doing that. I'm not fuck that. I'm not doing that. Dominique, shit. what's the uh, maddest you ever seen a woman? Mad ever seen a woman on me? Um, see, it's been a while. It was one chick I was staying with. And, That's um, the worst. Yes, it is, bro. And you can't go nowhere because you live together. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. It's in two types of live. Well, you living with her, or did y'all live together? We live together. Okay, okay. So we was in Buckhead before the, before the prices got 13 to 14, and we was paying that rent. And I'm on the phone texting a chick. She's in the kitchen cooking. She looked over my shoulder and said, so who is this? Her mouth just dropped. And she said, we need to give her a call. I said, Ooh. <laughs> I used to hate that shit. Boy, so I gave her a call. I said, like, please, call. Act like you don't know me. We just met. <laughs> that bitch said, that nigga made me at the store down the street at Target. <laughs> I was fucked then. I like, but I couldn't go nowhere. All I could do was sit down and accept everything she was saying to me, doing to me. Because when I walked out the door, I had to walk back in because I lived with you. That was it. And that was the worst ever. That's the worst feeling ever in your whole time. Like when you know you call. And after that, it just went downhill. I done got caught a few times. I know my, uh, my co- shout out my cousin Tiffany. I remember one time I got caught. I was overseas. I got caught. We on a vacation. And we was going to country to country. One country, my phone didn't work. The first country we landed in, phone didn't work. So, you know, my phone don't work. When your phone don't work, you don't need it. You just throw it around, leave it out. So we get to the next country. I didn't know my phone worked. So all these texts start going through, coming through. I'm in the shower. So next thing I just hear, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I kill you. I kill you. I'ma burn your passport. I'ma burn your passport. So I'm like, what? What the what? I'm like, so like, so it's to the point. Where I have to like the, the we in a different country now, you know they don't play that stuff like so. I I the put the uh, the people coming in, they trying to come to the door check on. I'm like, I like my wife, her mother just passed. I'm like <laughs> she's she's really upset right now. So look, I'm just lying. So I'm getting there with her. So she in the bathroom. She done locked herself in there. And she crying and it wasn't even that serious. Like it was, it was stupid. But like, but it was stupid. So. Shada was like, um, look, um, I changed the numbers in the phone. The girl she seen texting, I changed the number with my cousin Tiffany. And I said, Tiffany, I'm about to call you. <laughs> Go alone. <laughs> so I called my, she said, so same situation. Call the girl, call her up. So I called the girl and my cousin Tiffany picked up. I said, don't fucking call me no more. I'm trying to work it out with my girl. My cousin Tiff was like, how you going to do me like this? How you going to do me like this? <laughs> so uh, Tiffany was like, why you going to do me like this? Why you going to do me like this? So look, I remember my girl just looking at me like, Damn, man. I'm, I'm so glad he did that for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> Tiffany, oh, my God. I swear I wish I could call <laughs> Tiffany right now. Hey. Hey, hey, Tiffany. What's up? What's up, baby? How you feeling? I'm 
Good. All right, look, you on the Just Elders podcast right now, y'all. This is my cousin to the face, Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> hey, everybody say, hey, what's up to Tiffany? Hey, what's, hey, Tiff, what's, Tiff, what's, Tiff. what's good? All right, so, little Tiffany. Hello. Tiffany, do you remember that time where I changed your number in my phone and I called you in front of my girlfriend? Yes. <laughs> like, bro, like, what do you remember about this story? Like, I was just telling that story, and I was just like, Tiffany came in clutch. I don't know how we switched it out so smooth, but... I, I just remember me like, hey, don't call me no more. I'm trying to take care of my girl. <laughs> and you were just like, you were just like, how you doing this to me? <laughs> right. So, nah, I'm just, oh, uh, man, I just, I really wanted you to tell the story, but I just told the motherfucker. But look, <laughs> just thank you. Like, <laughs> I mean, he, Obviously, <laughs> but I just want to thank you. I just want to thank you for being a real cousin. I really appreciate you. You were um, helping me keep my doggish ways up. <laughs> yeah, up. So, love you, cuz. Hey, look. Hey, I seen you. Go, I seen you got a new white boyfriend. I do. Ooh. Hey, look. All I can say, I can't wait for the Christmas party. <laughs> 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 That's all we'll cool. say about that. That's all. <laughs> Love you, cuz. Love you too. Bye. Man, ain't nothing like a cousin, dog. Cousin to hold you down. I ain't seen worse than that. I think the worst, the worst I've ever uh, seen a woman angry with me was um. You can bleep the name out. You bleep the name out later on and edit, but I'm going to say the name so y'all, because y'all might know who it is. Um, from the West Side. So we at, this is when I had my apartment in the Crossings in uh, Lithonia, Georgia. So the apartment in the Crossings, it was, I'm just now moving from Monroe, Georgia. So I'm a country boy and I'm thinking I'm living in Atlanta, but I'm in Lithonia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, we got the apartment was like it was like the ghetto Playboy Mansion. Like we stayed because I worked at Stonecrest Mall. The mall was five minutes from my crib, so I'm always having shot. My homeboy is always over there. Everybody trying to get away from their mama house, so they kicking into my house. We always having parties. So I remember I had a girl, and we had a we had a sacred rule. Me and my roommate Sundays was main days. On Sunday was the day we brought our main over, and can't nobody bring no girl over. You just bring your main over. That's the only thing you can do on Sundays. So this one Sunday, this cat named Philip I'm dealing with, he had this bright idea to invite a shawty over that he met at my house to my house on Sunday. I don't know how it worked out. Like I'm like, bro, why would you do that? So me and my girl at the house chilling, and 
He invited the girl he met. Obviously, I'm talking to that girlfriend, so she brings her friend, the girl I was messing with on my girl. So we all, we had a crib. You know, it's main day. We're like, yeah, yeah, y'all ain't. Because I let my homeboys come over, but you can't bring no girls over. On Sunday, it's only girls in the house is my home, my roommate girl and my girl. Nobody else. So these cats come over. They told me they was coming over. So the girls come in with them. So I'm sitting on the couch with my girl. Zay sitting on the couch with his girl. My brother Nick is there. So everybody at the house. So all of a sudden, I tell Nick, I like, bro, get everybody out of here. So everybody go to the store. So they go to the store. Me and my girl kicking it. So I said, when they come back, everybody lit. They got some bottles. Everybody having a good time. So the music on. So the girl that I'm talking with, the girl that I'm cheating on my girl with, she in the living room dancing on my brother. Because I tried to get my girl to go in the room. <laughs> I'm like, come on, let's go in the room. She's like, nah, I want to chill out here. She, women can feel it. Women know. <laughs> that, that woman intuition is real. So I'm talking about that girl, she dancing on my brother. Boom. Just that flip. Boom. 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 <laughs> she dancing. And she dancing all slow uh, to that Pastor Joy. Pop that pussy, baby. Shut You ain't scared of them. Shut them titty, baby. So look, I'm, uh, she look at me dead in the eye. She said, man. Like, that's what they call me back in the day. She said, man, you can't handle this shit. Also, my girl said, I'll say, Troy dumbass turned the music off. <laughs> so so now, now it's sound as hell. So, so the girl, she said, who is you? And then uh, my girl looked at me, she said, well, who am I? <laughs> and I was like, uh, my girl. <laughs> she said, so the girl, the girl, she was like, hold on. Yo, girl, she like, she was like, how long y'all been together? And then she's like, well, how long we been together? So I said, about three months. She said, yeah, about five months. So then the girl, the girl, the girl, the girl, Dang. like, this is how petty women is. She started counting out loud on her hand. She said, five months. Oh, God. Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> bruh, instantly, bruh. Instantly, man, my girl jumped up. Like and literally proud, like we're literally jumping over the girl like a panther, bro. About to jump on, so we're about to fight. They're breaking it up, man. And then my girl could really fight. I ain't a fighter like that. So like, I ain't gonna lie. The motherfucker got them tagging my ass. I'll try to take her back to the room. Trey had to pick the other girl up, carry her outside. I'm somebody. It's through the fighting to the point where her shirt done ripped off. Like they, they really trying to fight, fight. And I'm trying to take her to the room, so she pinging me in the head. <laughs> so I'm like, baby, calm down, calm down, baby. Like, that motherfucker was like, she tore up the room. That was probably the worst it ever been, because it's been, other than other than Don jumping on me, trying to jump on me, that probably, because Don didn't get no licks in. That's why that ain't the worst. Mm. But that probably was like, Damn. And, that, and I was just cheating. Like, so, this is the last question. Because this is a perfect segue. Because sister, this sister said, why do men go jump from girlfriend to, from girl to girl? Why do men jump from girl to girl? I can say that. I can say for me why I did it, and I don't do it like I used to do. Like I used to be very immature. I used to lie all the time. Like, well, it's le- You know what? It's not even about immaturity. It's about the level you was on. Players, max pimps. You know what I'm saying? 
I was a player, and that's what you did. You lied, you know what I'm saying? You, everybody did that. You had multiple girlfriends. It was an immature thing culturally. You the man when you got a bunch of girls. It just, it just, it was just what we were taught, and it was a wrong, it was a wrong teaching. It was a wrong teaching, but it was what we taught. So for me, like players are when girls don't know about each other. Max are when girls know of each other. And pimps is when girls like each other. I'm a Mac right now. So hold on. The, the question said like girl to girl, or did it mean like the guy that always has a girlfriend? You know what I mean? Like, oh. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you that Drico? <laughs> <laughs> why do you, why do you always got a girlfriend, Drico? Oh, I don't know, bro. I'm like that. like that. And it's a man like you could probably tell when a relationship about over with. So you know what I mean. You are already licking. <laughs> you are already licking by the end. Uh, you feel me? So I guess that's the part so, of being a player. Yeah, about three. Well, that ain't player. Like he be in full blown relationship though. But you know, typically, like you said, with a player, you always joke. You know, you always make sure you carry that one, that little side piece on the side. Now you might not be hitting them, but you building her up. Be in that starting position. He hitting. (laughs) He hitting it. So hang on. People think I jumped to relationship, relationship. That's probably ultimately why I'm not getting relationship now. To me, the reason why I went to relationship, relationship because I didn't want to catch AIDS. God damn. <laughs> I just, I just, <laughs> like, not for real. Like, you just, like, when I was in a relationship, I didn't have sex with, like, you just be, like, you you just, like, kicking with your old lady. Yeah, it. you kicking with your lady, man. It, it just slow you down. It, it mellow you out. Like, but when you single and you just out here, you fucking with her. Like, it took me to get in this old to realize, like, and I, and I blame my pop for that. My pop used to always tell me and my brother one thing, like, about marriage. My pop said the same information. Get as much push as you can before you get married. Like, that's what my dad always told me. And, you know, I'm a Christian, so I honored my father. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 uh, so, so for me, like, I be wanting to, um, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't until I got older and I got matured where I was like, man, it ain't even. I can get any woman I want. Preach. And I think. I think that's why you got to teach your sons that early about the game. Like you be like putting this prize on like wonder, getting women. One of the things that I think because I, I grew up that same way. None of them gave us the disclaimer at all. When you out there chasing that kitty cat, shit, you gonna dry your pockets up. Ain't gonna stress you out because you, you, you can't juggle three or four of them because they all gonna try to call and all on one time. Yeah. And then, I, from what I can see, all great men typically have one and they can focus on everything else to make that bread. I just did it because I wanted to. Um, I'm better, like, I focus better. I spend less money when I'm in a relationship. Exactly. I don't fuck as much when I'm in a relationship. And you be wanting somebody to just help. Who asking these questions, man? It's random. It's like I got like, 150 of them. I know that was some shit I was on, like, in high school and college and shit like that. But now I'm looking for some stability now, man. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you say, every what, day what's, was a- she talking about? Like, let's let's just say she's asking about, girl, why do you go from relationship, relationship to relationship? relationship. Mm-hmm. That's what- the same reason women do shit. Exactly. <laughs> they, we, got, we can't go with our damn self. You got needs. I mean. I ain't lie, but it's jazz when we do it. But when see, we do it, we get jazz. When women do it, they get praised. Yeah, because Pro- what I just showed you on my phone. He's bro. up to no good. Way to move on, girl. 
Yeah. Bro, all right. So, all right, we'll talk about it. So, my ex just made her new announcement of her new boyfriend. And she made it on national, I guess, National Boyfriend Day. And niggas, I, I got niggas that still like her friend on Facebook, whatever. So they just be sending me shit like, bro, what the fuck that bitch doing? <laughs> and I be like, I don't tell most things. I like, bro, don't even text me with that shit no more. Because I ain't gonna lie, it do make me mad. Like, and I ain't mad because I want to be with my ex. I'm mad because the world think my ex is amazing. And I just be wanting to expose that she a fucked up individual. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you have just done that. <laughs> no, this shit don't work. I got 12 listeners. Like, <laughs> I want the world to know. So, my net just announced she got a boyfriend. So, the girls under the status, he sent me this one thread. And the girls was on there. I know, I want to read this shit quote. I want to read this shit quote. So, the girl says... She says, like, sis, teach a class because they need to know, they need to learn your tricks. So then one girl said, I mean, seriously, she done had a husband and now a boyfriend and I'm still single as fuck. And then if one girl says, bro, she went from boyfriend, talking about me, to husband, talking about her ex, to boyfriend, to the current dude, in a matter of whenever so fluently, I am in utter shock at the level of beauty this is. So then, the girl, the one girl, was like right girl, and then then my ex says, "Only if y'all knew, I just know what I want." Thank y'all. And the girl said, "Oh, can I get in in the class too?" So now I'm listening to this shit. In a matter, me and her separated last year's dashiki party. Last year's dashiki party. Year before last. Yeah, year before. If a year for that, it's been two dashiki parties. Yeah, yeah. It's been two dashikis. It's been two. Yeah. All right, so two uh, two parties ago, because it was the day after dashiki party. That's the only reason I remember. Um, since then, Shadow done been married. She got divorced. Now she had another boyfriend, and it's like. For me, I'll be like, man, damn, this motherfucker crazy. Like, so at some point, like, when is something wrong with the, her? Like, everything be wrong with the nigga. So now, because I know what I went through with her, I remember what she was telling me about the ex. So I'd be like, man, he probably wasn't all that bad. He was probably, <laughs> he was probably a good guy. Mm. So then, uh, then it turns out something happened with her husband. I'm like, man, that nigga probably wasn't all that bad. Like, women, but like you just said, everybody like, girl. You doing your thing. Move on, girl. But imagine, flip the table. Same thing with me. Since her, I broke up with her. Right after with her, I got a wife. Left that wife. Then yeah. I got a girlfriend. Yeah, but you'll be, you'll be portrayed as a womanizer or something. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, and why the fuck is that? Like, why is there such a double standard on that shit? And that's what I was finna say. Women don't want to believe in double standard. This shit different. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. Bro, I'm telling you, dog. Like... Now, now I get, I get it. I think we all just take turns on the double standards. I do think there's a different, there's a different uh, image on what you about to say. I think uh, <clears throat> you have to go back to what you said earlier, right? How men, men, we hold each other accountable, and then we hang with like-minded men. Nobody at this table really yeah. fuck with dudes who don't fuck with kids. I don't, you know, don't fuck with the kids. Right, women, on the other hand, they, everybody hang with everybody. They, everybody, because I don't think women be real and real with each woman. other. You got the hoe with the girl who don't be sleeping around. Like I legit know my groups of homegirls. 
One girl's a good girl Christian every Sunday in church. Two of her best friends are like straight hoes, but they kick it. How? She you know just, I mean? they, they, and the thing about it, they'll justify the whole situation. I got a um, girl I used to date, um, one of her close friends, about 56, 57 years old. She said, hook me up with, um, with one of your friends. I said, I said, okay, now. I said, she ain't even bad for 57. Then, you know, about another month later, she said, oh, yeah, her boyfriend throwing her a birthday party. I'm like, I, I'm like, I said, I said, what? I said, you want to hook up with who? She said, well, that's just a boyfriend, but she got another dude. I said, so do you think that's cool to be hanging with a woman who's 57 years old who carrying on like that? I said, the birds of a feather flock together. The five people you kick it with are typically the person you're going to end up being or the attitude you have. She turned around and looked at me and said, well, just because they do what they do, I don't do it. Guess what? That's why we ain't together. I remember my, my, my homeboy, my homeboy was dating a girl. And her best friend was like they were like her best friend was always trying to hang around there, was dating a married man. So my homeboy was like, like she had said something because it's always an issue when they want to hang out on holidays because her man can't come because he with his family. <laughs> so so he was like, no, I don't want the third wheel. I don't want the third wheel with me. And then she was like, you judging my friend like she a hoe. He was like, damn. <laughs> we're like what the fuck like she is so i think i think that's i think that's the i think that's the thing like men we don't we don't get it it is a double standard like true enough we have a lot of sex and we ain't looked at like well i ain't even gonna say that because i don't have girls leave me because they say oh you i don't everybody y'all hear girls say that all the time i don't want somebody everybody want I don't want somebody everybody done had. Like, nigga, like, it ain't even the same no more. Like, you get judged now for sleeping with a whole bunch of women. Exactly. That's why I don't do it no more. Plus, it ain't safe out here. I ain't trying to die. God done saved me. That's the truth. That's the truth about it. It ain't safe. That shit ain't safe, man. That's why you slow down. That shit ain't safe. And I'm telling you, you know the crazy part about it. And they treat the STD like it ain't nothing. And now you can go pop a pill for the, you know, the HIV and shit, man. I'm like, bitch, please. <laughs> Like, no, we finna scrap up. No, you good. <laughs> I said, nah, scrap time. Damn. Scrap? I'm, I'm not for mint scrap. You put that condom on, son. <laughs> condom? No, <I'm> just <laughs> <laughs> What is condom? <laughs> all right, look, all right, for real, for real, man. Um, first of all, I appreciate y'all, brother, for coming on. We got one question that we always ask. Uh, at the end of Why Black Man Why series, and it's not even a question; it's a statement for you all. As black men, what do you want to say to the world? Whether it's about dating, relationship, life, what's one thing you want to stay with? Start the way we came in, starting with David. As black men, I want to say that uh, you know we have the ability and the power to be able to uh, to change the perception of what it is that people put out at you know as as what the stereotypical black man is we do have that ability to do that and once you understand that concept of you know i can i can kind of change how people view me then just do it but at the end of the day one thing i want to say is that it really doesn't matter about what somebody calls you or views you as it's what you answer to you know what I'm saying? Just understand that more than anything. It doesn't matter about what nobody thinks about you, whether you have dreadlocks or whether you have a bald head, whether you have a haircut, an afro, whatever, whether you dress a certain kind of way. Because at the end of the day, people are going to perceive you 
uh, as a, a black man, it's a threat anyway, regardless. So just keep that in mind. Regardless of what you do out here, people are going to perceive you a certain kind of way anyway. So just just don't forget to be great. Just be great. That's what we are. That's what we came from. Just be great. That's all I say. You know. Oh, what I take is, man, I want all of us to keep building each other up. You know, one of the things is we all we got, and there's no one else going to treat us um, like, you know, like we'll treat each other. Because one of the things, social media going to knock us down. Media period going to knock us down and make us look like we beasts. And at the end of the day, we are a sweetheart. You know what I mean? We're the first man keep building each other up so we can make each other, keep us, keep each other's being kings. That's one of the things we need to keep doing. And, you know, that's one of the things I'm, thank, I'm thankful for Elgin bringing us all together. And where we can be able to, you know, talk to the listeners and the women to hear what we currently, you know, trying to do to build up the black man. Josh, uh, me personally, uh, I just want to say, um, you know, as far as this, you know, the men community, you know, don't be afraid to grow, you know, um, don't be afraid to grow so you can become the 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 the, the man, you know, so you can become the the leader, however you want to be, because I ain't gonna lie, it's a lot of foolery I just be seeing with men out here these days, and sometimes it's disappointing, like. You know, not taking responsibility for kids and, you know, just, just playing around. Because me personally, it's like I have, so, I have so much to do and it's like I don't have time to be playing around. So it's like, you know, you just out here just playing around and, and, and don't have a purpose in life. You know, it's, I feel like you just are wasting time and, and, you know, don't be afraid to grow and and – and then another thing too, um, I know as I was growing up, you know, I had like a lot of OGs in the neighborhood that that that, that taught me, that 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 showed me, and I feel like it's a lack of that these days. And you know, and I, and, and just go from there, you know. So you know, you got to start being that OG. You ain't no, yeah, you ain't yeah. no young cat no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Far away from high school, nigga. <laughs> Glockster. Oh, what I want to say to the black man, first and foremost, just to piggyback off of what everybody said, man, pretty much, yeah, hold yourself accountable. You know what I mean? Hold yourself to a high standard. I was at a football game on Friday night, man. I seen a whole lot of stuff that I wish I didn't see coming from black kid. You know what I mean? And it was, it's just something that black people can do as a whole, you know what I mean? Use the village that it take to raise a kid, you know what I mean? Because you got a lot of people know I coach football too. And uh, you get on a kid ad, man, they parent gonna tell you that wrong, that's my kid. But you being my brother, you being my brother, you being my brother, man. If y'all see my child step out of line, man, y'all correct it, you know what I mean? Right. I much rather you do that than, 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 than see somebody get gunned down by the police or some shit like that, you know what I mean? Uh, to the black women, man, y'all stay beautiful, man. Like I said before, we not that complex, all right? We not that complex. Uh, I want to say this too. <clears throat> Excuse me, I forgot what I want to say. But just stay up, man, stay up, stay up, stay up. That's the only way to be, stay up. Keep on going, keep fighting, you know what I mean? Every day. Wake up with a purpose. Appreciate that, man. Let me say this. Like, y'all don't really even realize, man, just having y'all in this room, um, 
at one time, man. It's it's always you ever uh you remember back in the day when kids used to measure their stuff on the wall with a pencil, how tall they getting. I don't know. If, I ain't do it in real life, but in TV you see that kids measure themselves. Like that's how I measure myself by relationships, people in my life. So when I look at a Draco, I'm like, dang man, I remember where I was mentally. You know what I'm saying? Just at Athens Christian with Josh, and I remember when I first met Dominique. I remember when I first met David. So you get to see your growth in relationship with people. And you get to watch them grow. So I, I really appreciate y'all being on here, taking the time out y'all day to just come kick it with me. This means more to me than y'all will ever know. Last thing I just want to say, uh, this, 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 these questions are like heavy, like relationship stuff. One, lady, I just want to let y'all know, man, don't none of us got this figured out. And you'll never have it figured out because you won't figure it out until you have to figure it out with the person you're supposed to be with. As everybody's situation going to look different. Um, I'm not proud of every decision that I've ever made in life, but I know that all of those experiences have made me who I am now. And I know I'm a lot mature for that. So also I just want to make a, a disclaimer because on this podcast, you heard the word bitch a couple of times. I want to let y'all know when we say that word, we took it back. It doesn't mean something negative. It's a, a term of endearment. And when we say bitch, we mean beautiful intelligent, talented, caring, helpful. <laughs> so, so we look, we appreciate y'all next week, man. I'm going to have a panel of all sisters and we're going to address everything the brothers got to address because I believe in being fair and equal and giving all sides to it. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the sisters got to say next week. So I thank y'all brothers for coming on. I thank y'all listeners for tuning in. I thank my cousin for being down in the clutch and helping when I was out of country. And most of all, Keith, I appreciate you for always holding us down and doing it right. See y'all next week. This is the Jess Elder Podcast.